Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's up, guys? If you don't already know about Way Home, it's happening July 28th to the 30th, featuring Frank Ocean, Solange, Schoolboy Q, Russ, Danny Brown, Jazz Cartier, No Name, and so much more. It's happening July 28th to the 30th. Tickets and camping are now available at wayhome.com. Make sure you subscribe to our email newsletter as well, too, for more information. We got a huge contest coming up with Way Home Festival. I knew what I was going to do was going to be very special with my life. I'm an example just to show people that like, you come up from nothing. Prince had dedicated his whole legacy to celebrating women, celebrating women of color, and celebrating positive music. I'm going to uphold that. You're your own worst critic. I feel like you should be it anyways, but I, I'm always that, and I was just hating my song, so I was hating myself. Some people are at their cubicle job right now making way less than us. Some people are across the world in a goddamn sweatshop making like nothing a day, and we're getting paid to sing and dance. To sing and dance, that's a blessing. Artists out here, they're just willing to settle for anything. You know what I mean? And once you really to settle for anything, you deserve anything you settle for. Yo, this young murder. Yo, this is Lizzo. This is August Rigo. What's good? It's Kehlani. This is your man, Blake Carrington. You're listening to The Come Up Show. Get inspired. Hey, welcome to The Come Up Show podcast. My name is Chetto. I'm the host and founder of The Come Up Show. And my guest today is Jalen Santoy, a rapper, singer, and songwriter from Charlotte, North Carolina. It was his first time in Toronto performing at North by Northeast. We talked about his connection to Toronto, the decision to quit playing soccer at a high level to pursue music full time. And since he's from North Carolina, I just had to ask him, why does the internet troll J. Cole? Jalen Santoy on the Come Up Show podcast. Let's go! Please introduce yourself. Hey, what's poppin', dog? It's Jalen Santoy. Really ain't too many questions being asked. You know I'm going Jordan off the glass. You either with it now or it's after. When they throwin' 45 in the rafters, switch lane on the counter, nigga statue. I really have to question y'all's answer. Rather pull up in the back, avoid the chatter. You and yours getting thrown off to Charlie. Think this a wave, oh Harley. I see you need the patience. Never really cared about your ratings. I do it for the girls that's out of date. That always left fly with no location. I hear that's necessary for greatness. But I could give a damn what another man think. Done chasing pink, right away, mink in the summer. I swear Bounce. Welcome to Toronto. <laughs> Appreciate it, dog. First time for everything, you know what I'm saying? First time in the city, and you're only here for a limited amount of time. Yeah, man, I'm out in the morning. First thing, you know what I'm saying? Gotta, gotta get back to L.A. What is what is it? Is this also the first time flying out of the states or no? No, no, no. Okay. I've, I've been around a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. never this way. Some Americans don't have passports. You know what I mean? Facts, facts. <laughs> That's true. That's true. What does it like to fly internationally because of your music? Hey man, that that's probably been the most humbling part for me because like right before I even stepped on stage today, it hit me. I was like, dang, like I'm traveling the world in a sense, doing what I love. You can you can't really beat that. You know what I mean? So it's a blessing. You can't. And uh, you're here in Toronto. And it's your first time here. And uh, you know, one of your songs, "Off the Glass," is produced by Daniel Worthy, who is from the city. So I know you've been here briefly. What's your impression of Toronto? Uh, of the people here, but also musically, where you know, uh, and what the, what the city of Toronto is doing in terms of the impact that has on the music. Yeah, most definitely. Like the impact Toronto's had just in the music scene in general is like 
it it's unheard of. I, I can't deny it. Um, I know I know a good amount of people out here. I've I've had a lot of friends that come from Toronto, so I know culture a little bit, but not nothing crazy. And just seeing the landscape, I I, I came straight off the plane to the the venues, but so all I really saw was like the city a little bit. But I don't know. It's a beautiful city, dog. Definitely a beautiful city. And you're from you're from the old village of Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, the old village. That's that's crazy. You said that because like not many people know it's called the old village. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And and your father is your father like uh, one of seven brothers? Yeah, yeah, he is one of seven. And uh, and he did he form a group called uh, what your EP is named after? Like uh, Charles? So like, well, yeah. technically he yeah. one of, he's he's the youngest of eight, okay. but um, eight boys. But um, nah, so I had a cousin that ended up passing away. He was a part of a group called Charlie Easton mm -hmm. with a few other of my family members. And that, that kind of inspired me to do what I needed to do and kind of where I'm at right now. It's your debut project. Uh, you, you said that it serves as a tribute, but also as a stepping stone to those who come. So tell us about that, that name, uh, Charlie Easton, in, that, in the project. Okay, yeah. yeah, so it definitely is a stepping stone. It's, it's a tribute. Um, I, lost, I lost a cousin due to... Just a lot of police brutality and just a lot of different situations that end up happening a lot of times in Charleston. Um, so I, I felt like there was... What was his name? Saeed Rockman. Yeah. yeah. Fast Cash. Yeah, Fast Cash. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But basically, like, I did that for him and, and also my family just because my family didn't know too much that I did music. So it was a vulnerable point for me. But at the same time, I felt like it was, it was dope to be able to pay tribute to that and also kind of have like a square root ground one for me like you know what I'm saying coming from from where I'm from mm -hmm. but losing your cousin uh, to uh, police brutality and then you also I think in a couple of years you lost up to 10 people uh, whose life were, were cut short uh, tell me that the emotions that you felt and the, the, the thought process the self-reflection process you went through I mean to be honest it, it's hard I, I won't deny that but Sometimes you can say that it gets easier with the pain just because you, you've dealt with a lot of things often. But for me, I've always just been able to reflect my emotion and the things I may deal with through my music. So a lot of times when I be maybe going through something real difficult, music is always my outlet and it's, it's always my way of getting things out in a positive manner as opposed to maybe taking a different direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What would you do if you didn't have music as an outlet? Um, well, I mean, before I did music, I, I was playing soccer for a minute, so like, I was I was very aggressive on the field type. This like, I don't I don't like too much adversity that I can't counteract. If you feel me, so I'm I'm just yeah, that's just the way I move. So you're a dirty player as a soccer player. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, what you're saying. <laughs> hey, you're getting penalties. <laughs> nah, nah, I ain't get too many penalties, but I just be I I just be straight up like I'm I'm just very aggressive. Mm hmm. Yeah. And how do you, how does that channel through the music? How does that? Yeah. So yeah. with the music, I found a way that for me it's like to get my aggression out and and also be able to get my my thoughts and feelings through in a different way. So it's like I can be aggressive as hell on one track and then be able to drop it back and be like a little bit softer and kind of like showing a different side of myself. So it gives me a little bit more free range. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I was saying like you know tracks like Off the Glass. And like other songs, uh, what's the 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 hit like the the one with the saxophone, the jazzy song? Foreplay. Foreplay. Like, how do you reckon? Like, when people hear those two things, they're like, "This is the same person. This is the same artist." How how are you able to reconcile also all those different sounds in one project? Nah, I mean for me it was like 
it was just a it was a test of time because I, I named the project what I named it was because I was going through all of those emotions at one time. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like probably that project spanned about two years of just curating and trying to make it slimming it down because I had what I had a lot of music before I before I ended up mm-hmm. dropping that. So it was just like how can I get the best the best and most diverse body of work across that shows where I'm at right now. And I felt like compiling those things together kind of showed my experiences and, and what I've been dealing with for the for that amount of time, you feel me? First they tell you that they love you. Then they ask where you coming from. Like you the only one feeling how you feeling. Then you lie just to make it sound appealing to him and her and even a family that you keep close just to blow the steam like Stanley. You don't want to have to plunge in the back praying people in the front don't figure where you at. I get that. Pray for the feeling, I don't miss that. I was stuck for a while, I'll admit it. The same damn thing as you feeling, man, I get it, but I'm past that now. I sit this crown, now I'm mixed, no sprite. Only sit brown when I cool it with my hitters. So trick, go figure. It's that kind of night, alright? I love you. Things that cross my mind while I'm by myself. So you, you said uh, so you started recording at the age of what at fifteen yeah and right, your first fifteen pro- your first project didn't come out until now you're what twenty one or something yeah. or my first project came out around twenty one twenty two but I started recording around fifteen so the the key thing of what I want to say here is in this age of low barrier to entry and anybody can upload anything to SoundCloud it sounds like you filtered yourself and it sounds like you're a patient and it sounds like you took you, t- you took your time before you put something out no I definitely did tell me about that process. I did because yeah. the way I look at this music and the way I look at most things I do, I don't I don't like to do too many things. It's temporary. So, like, mm-hmm. if if this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to make sure it's done the right way and I'm going to make sure people hear me from a place that I'm comfortable with starting that because I don't look at this as, like, something that's going to end in, like, three, four, five, six months. Like, this is what I'm doing. This is choosing what I'm doing in my career. This is... I could have chose different paths, but, like, this is what I want to do, so I'm going to make sure it's done right. And... Whether that's being patient, whether it doesn't matter what it is, I'm just I'm gonna do what I gotta do. You feel me? So you have the long view, yeah, of your of your craft. Nah, most definitely, I definitely do. Hmm. Uh, so in the song uh, "Mama Loves Me," you, you say your mom said you can never achieve something you can't articulate. Yeah, yo, that's a key line right there. And um, th- tell me about that line, man. What when she told you what happened? Uh, nah, she told me, it was her and my uncle, um, they, they kind of told me that, and it was just, because I, I got into a place where a lot of times I'm very positive, but when I was going through a lot of stuff I was going through, I was very negative at that time, and because I was being so negative, it's like, they were saying this positive affirmation, you know what I'm saying, you can't, you can't really talk, have such a negative attitude and expect things to just go right, like, it, it don't work that way, so, sometimes you gotta wake up in the morning and just switch your mindset up and just have a different like perspective on the way you're moving. That's the only way, mm. truthfully, a lot of things gonna get accomplished. They taught you about affirmations. Like, was there some line? Like, is there some affirmations that you can tell us about? Like, you know, I'm great or I'm I'm a killer or what? What kind of affirm? Because affirmations are usually words that you repeat yourself uh, to make sure that you believe in it and to like program your subconscious, basically. Nah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, so one thing that they didn't even know, but like I used to tell myself, like I would never let my mom hear my music or see my music until like I was on a big stage. That's that's just what I always had in my head. So I, I had a studio in my house. Parents still never heard any of my music, and I had that locked away for like years, bro. Were your parents ever curious? Yeah, of course. They, I mean, 
they they heard some things through the walls, you know what I'm saying? But they never like mm. it wasn't like I'm like yo go peep this, like go check what I'm doing. Uh, wasn't was, why why is that though? Because you, you know I, you know you be you think that a son would be really excited to show their parents like this is what I'm doing, but you how did you held off like that? Why? I come from a different background to the point where I'm not. I, I just wasn't sure if that's something that they may have wanted me to do initially. Oh, so yeah. it was like in my head. I was taking down a different path, whether it be soccer, whether it be school, all, all these different things. Like, that wasn't the go-to. So, like, for me, that was just something that I was passionate about. I didn't know how to articulate it. I didn't know how to get that across. So I was just doing what I was doing and, like, you know what I mean? Just moving the way I was moving, not really saying too much about. Yeah. We're, we're going to get into uh, quickly right now. Uh, you have some uh, some pretty deep quotes on your on your social media sometimes. And I, I'm going to have you to see if you're really mean these. There's an explanation, a background behind them. Or sometimes, you know, some artists are like, yo, I was just high when I said that. I don't even know what I was saying. You know what I mean? But these ones are some good ones. Uh, one of them was uh, a quote is happiness is a strange feeling. It is. It's a very strange feeling because like, well, for me, Dang that! Dang you! You kind of got me on that. But for me, it was like I was dealing with a situation where I felt like I was supposed to be so happy, but like I'm so hungry at times that I don't realize the the happiness in the moment because I'm so hungry. So it's like, dang, like happiness is a weird feeling. It's like I worked so hard for this, but I'm still wanting to work so much harder for other things that I don't see. Things that I worked hard for sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like you can put those blinders on and and really think you're trying to. You're, you're gonna be in a position that you innately will at some point but you gotta recognize growth sometimes so I got I got family and friends you know what I'm saying a lot of my, a lot of my people are always telling me that's something I gotta work on so you know what I mean I, I gotta find that way I can connect with you on that in terms of uh, realizing the moment of what like when it's an achievement cause my mind is like that too like alright what's next Fact. instead of saying what's next like yo th- th- this night here is, is special this occasion is special yeah most definitely That mm. that's it you hit it right on the head another quote uh, perception is a double edged sword yeah it is cause I mean I feel like you got a lot of these rappers a lot a lot of these different people in the game making it seem like they, they one type way and you go and see that man and they move it you know what I'm saying it's just it, it, things just different mm-hmm. so I don't know it's a double edged sword and a lot of people feel like you're supposed to be in a certain place and if they don't see you in that place and it's like what are you really doing even even though they, they don't really know what's, what how the game work how, the, how things move you feel me hmm. forget everything and run or face everything and rise yeah forget everything and run or face everything and run. have you been in situations like that in life where you wanted to maybe run away yeah I mean I, I run away yada 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 but I've always been in situations where I feel like sometimes it's like yo I'm in a situation and it's dope to be in a situation it's, I'm, it's a blessing yada 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 but if you don't take that leap and actually jump in the water, then you you just wasting. So for me, it was just like I experienced that a lot of times, where it's just like, yo, do I really want to do this, or maybe it's, this isn't for me, yada yada yada. But at the, at the same time, it's like you wouldn't be in front of the mirror if you weren't meant to. You know what I mean? Mm. Face those situations. Uh, depth warrants patience. Value who comprehend. So depth warrants patience. So that's actually something that I keep in mind a lot when I when I work just production wise music wise in general cause it's like don't get me wrong some people can do stuff real quick and doing whatever it is like creatively and it could be dope but a lot of times I find for myself I might I might have to take that extra step and like really be a perfectionist about certain things and 
they people may not see it from an outside perspective, but for me it works out because it's like that depth doesn't come from just a 10 second conversation, a 10 second like thought training process. For me, it might take like a couple weeks or even a month or even a couple months, and then it's like you was like, dang, oh, I wondering how that happened. It's like it took it took work to get there. You know what I'm saying? Not everything happens overnight. Like flesh it out basically. Uh, distractions will never be as clear as you want them at first. But through the process, you'll learn to respect transparency as you do faith. I want to talk about distractions. Like, yeah. what do you know is a distraction or not? Because there's one side, there's a distraction, and there's another side. Yo, the game plan has switched now. We're going to do this. <laughs> How do you recognize that? Nah, that's real. Uh, you can't recognize it sometimes at first. I mean, I, I'm, I'm still growing in that process, like, trying to understand, comprehend, like, the distractions I may keep around me. But, like, I don't know. For me, it's like, it's a growing process. Like, I, I don't always know the distractions around me, whether it be women, whether it be, like, just different, like, stepping out the crib, doing different things with your people. It's like, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of distractions out here, and it's, it's easy to fall, you know what I mean? It is easy to fall, especially you're getting a bunch of DMs or likes on Instagram, Twitter, in real life. You're backstage. We're in a trailer right now. Like, how do you <laughs> resist the evils? Hey man, like I love the music. That's all I gotta say. Like I really love the music. If I didn't love this music and I was just in it for different reasons, I might I might be in a different place. But like I love sound. Like I I I was bred for this. You know what I mean? Since so it's like I just I, I'm addicted to that more than anything. So I don't, I don't think I'm a, I don't think I'm gonna slip. If your dreams don't scare you, reevaluate. Constant mental progression and even sometimes dilemma is healthy. It definitely is. Because, like, for me, sometimes, like, it was it was a journey just to get to a point where releasing music for me because I was so, like, so conscious about, like, trying to perfect it and perfect it and perfect it. And it's like, yo, like, that's a scary moment releasing, releasing shit, you know what I'm saying? So, like, finally it's like, all right, well, if this is what I'm going to do, like, I can't run from it. Like, if this is what you want, you got to end up doing it at some point, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can't, you got to let it breathe. What do you mean by some the dilemma is healthy though? Dilemma is healthy. Sometimes like confrontation, and sometimes like where you may think something is right, and someone else is like may have constructive criticism and stuff like that. Like a lot of times that's healthy, even if you may not see it as that from the off off the rip. You know what I'm saying? So that was that was probably the mindset I was in when I wrote that. What's up, guys? If you don't already know about Way Home, it's happening July 28th to the 30th, featuring Frank Ocean, Solange, Schoolboy Q. Russ, Danny Brown, Jazz Cartier, No Name, and so much more. It's happening July 28th to the 30th. Tickets and camping are now available at wayhome.com. Make sure you subscribe to our email newsletter as well, too, for more information. we got a huge contest coming up with Way Home Festival. Jalen, what sacrifices have you made to pursue this journey that you're on? A lot. Um... A lot. So I, I was uh, I was playing college soccer at one point. Um, oh, you were playing soccer, a uh, college and soccer. Yeah. So you were that serious. Yeah. Okay. Like I was like that was my life. Like most. Okay. Of, you were mo- really official then. Not like <laughs> rec- recreational high school or whatever. Nah, okay. nah. Like we okay. had like what position? Center mid. Okay. Yeah, and outside mid. Um, a lot of my friends and like that I grew up with and stuff like that are playing in the league now and stuff like that. So it's like. I was I was playing like at a high level and it was just like I stopped and I stopped to do music 
and for me that was a hard at, at one point it was a hard time kind of getting through that but like mm. I don't know it's, it's, there's that funk where you're like did yeah. I make the right decision yeah but like I said just because I'm so passionate about the music and love with the sound like it, it blocks it out a lot of times but like that was a sacrifice that I mentally had to make and you know what I'm saying sometimes deal with it but I don't know that I, I, I can't really take away too much from this life I'm living right now Hmm. Yeah. What was the lowest moment of frustration, depression? Fuck! Why am I doing this in terms of in, the, in pursuing this journey? Can you share that story with us? Yeah. So uh, I, I'll give you one. Um, I transferred to like three different schools when I was playing soccer. Started off like at one, ended up going to the next, ended up going to the third. And I I could have played at the third school, but I started getting like crazy into the music, like heavy, like heavy, passionate. And since it was on that wave, it was just like, all right, well, maybe I should stick this. And, and the music wasn't popping off initially. But it, after the music wasn't popping off initially, all the all the homies that I grew up with and stuff like that, getting drafted and, like, going overseas and stuff like that. And it's hitting me like, dang, like, yo, what do I do? Like, do I go and jump back in, you feel me? Or, like, do I need to, like, just stick this, stick this shit out? So I was just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't run away from this. This is something that I see in my head is, like, I always be able to do if I want to do, but like you never know what could just happen on a field. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's different. What is inspiring you overall? Like what what is inspiring you? Seeing the progression in myself and and also seeing the progression in, in my sound. Cause like a lot of times I go back and look at some of the old old music I've made and just be like, dang, like I can't believe I was actually like on that wave, like. Some sometimes it's like yo shit that's crazy like I don't even talk like that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or the other things is like all right now I see like how to how to actually write songs how to how to get in the right mindset how to be around the right people so yeah that that really inspires me and the, and the people I keep around me dog like I don't like to keep too many people around me in general so everybody serves a purpose around me like everybody is inspiring and uplifting and we all hungry so. It, a lot of comes from my niggas. Man, I don't give a damn what another man think. I'm done chasing pink. I ride a wet mink in the summer. Like then that boy heating up. Sweating I'm a bad nigga for the season's up. I'm rearing up. Making sure the stock is right. Nowadays got me thinking like it's Harlem nights. With black on black and plaques on plaques. With stacks on stacks and germ on racks. Had to hand it to him. It was just a dream till I worked for it. Stop believing in people that didn't work for it. And it all came like the kid really meant for it. God's gift, only pain if I sent for it. Saw the lane, tight spot, but I went for it. Now the block's hot, every nigga rockin' vent wood. They love you when the struggle starts stopping. Drive to the bank and the nigga start clocking. To the people who are listening to this, your fans, people who are just discovering you, uh, what do you want to say to them? Man, just, just grow with me. And it's early, and I know we about to get busy because I got a catalog... I feel like the fans needed things, and I'm still learning through myself through the music too. So I don't know. I, I just see it as a journey. One of the last questions. You're from, you know, uh, the North Carolina or South Carolina? Charlotte, North Charlotte, Carolina. North Carolina. I was born, in, born in Charleston. I don't get it. Why does the internet and Twitter make fun of J. Cole? Like the way they they troll J. Cole to the next. There's kind of like a movement on the internet that just fucking disses J. Cole. When I feel like he's a guy that makes authentic music, what is I'm trying to understand it. To be honest, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I you you know what I'm talking about though, right? Do you see it? I, I don't. I personally don't see they it. They call him corny because he talks about you know like things that are real to him. You know what I mean? Nah, I mean, yeah. well, I, I'll keep it hot. Like yeah. I don't, I don't see it as that because like one, I got a lot of respect for it, man. I, I respect yeah. his music off top. 
um but some people may not may just have different perspectives like a lot of people aren't on the same wave that i feel like people may have have been on in the past in a sense of consciousness with today's music and i feel like certain people that do embody that i feel like they should be respected but it's just dealing with different generations of people and different types of things that people are attracted to you know what i'm saying because like you got a lot of young people right now that just just want to go and vibe and turn up but they'll go and be on that way but then go in the closet and be like actually when they dolo by themselves they'll be going and listen to conscious stuff actually getting their mental right but that's not what they want to advertise as, as what they they're about you know what i'm saying so like that it's, it's different you feel me I, I just feel like Cole, Kendrick, you could talk about a lot of different people that just need, like, they need the recognition publicly more than they than they get. We'll see who's who'll be around in five years from now compared to some of these guys who are just making music for SoundCloud. Facts. I mean, it's time and place for everything. I got a lot of dope people on SoundCloud. Don't get me wrong, but, like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's time and place for everything. It's more the content. Thank you very much for your time, man. I appreciate it, Jalen. Hey, my G. Appreciate you having me, dog. Yo, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Jalen Santoy on the Come Up Show podcast. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, check out our previous interview from Michael F. John to Greg Filling Games, who's Michael Jackson's keyboardist, to Skepta and all the upcoming Canadian and American artists. This is where you want to tune in each and every Wednesday to get inspired. Subscribe right now. We're available on all platforms. And if you are in Toronto and surrounding areas, we're currently running a contest for Way Home Music and Arts Festival. We're giving away thousands of dollars worth of tickets, VIP passes, general admission passes. Enter right now at thecomeupshow.com. People are going crazy for these. Good luck. My name is Chad. I'll catch you on next Wednesday. Peace. Peace.